Eagle, everyone, and thank you for tuning in today to Weagle Watch with Robbie, Caitlin, and me, Michaela. Today, we have a special guest joining us, Jayla Coleman. Hey, Jayla, Hi. how are you? Hi, I'm good. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I am a class of 2019 Auburn grad. I graduated in December, and I was in media studies and I minored in English and women's studies as well while I was at Auburn. And yeah, I just kind of was that really over-involved student. And when I mean over, I mean over-involved. And one of the things we're talking about film and I actually was um, a film director for UPC. I was the marketing manager for one of the years. And yeah, so I think I kind of know a little bit about films outside of that the year my years in UPC but just in media studies and currently I'm getting my master's in like moving image studies at Georgia State University so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take a look at a couple of the movies that are gonna be coming out over the next year year and a half or so and we'll jump right in with no time to die uh, it was directed by Kerry Joji Fukunaga he is the writer and director it's an action film it's the fifth Daniel Craig movie where he is featured as James Bond, and it's set to release on April 2nd in 2021. And we'll go ahead and take a look at this trailer.
first one, No Time to Die. Um, it's obviously a good thing in that trailer. Um, but I do know that this is, Daniel Craig has publicly come out and said that this is his last movie as James Bond. So it kind of throws an innuendo there that maybe something's going to happen with him at the end of this movie. Um, I'm a big fan of the uh, Remy Malik casting as the villain. Um, do y'all have any thoughts? I definitely agree. I think he's, I think something, and by something, I think he's going to die. His character definitely, if this is going to be the final, or at least his final movie in a James Bond character, he's definitely, they're definitely like off on his character, 100%. And for me, I'm a person where I've never seen a James Bond film before. So just speaking on the trailer itself, I feel like I personally didn't get much from it plot-wise. Maybe one of you guys can elaborate for me or kind of explain what your perspective was, but I don't really know what to expect necessarily. It seems to be a big, like a huge mystery for me. I don't know if someone wants to speak on that, that does watch James Bond films. Sure, yeah, those are actually some of my favorite films, but um, so this is his fifth one, right? And the last one we kind of leave off with there's kind of one storyline is that he's following a love life and I think one thing that this trailer sort of hinted at is that something major is going to happen there or she's going to lead him into a situation where it might get him killed it's going to put him in some sort of trouble um yeah that's that's kind of one storyline to follow I think um obviously there's going to be a ton of action uh the last two i believe kind of were the most action packed and the other the two before that were more so following his you know kind of just introducing his character and now at this point he's come into his own he's had some medical issues in the past and from what i read from the the plot on imdb or imbd um this he has kind of left the british secret service and he's ushering himself back into it, into, like through this movie. So that's kind of what's going on in this movie. Jayla, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, we can't, we can't hear you. Do you see the button where it says ask to unmute? Do you have some headphones maybe you could try? We can, we can just cut this part out. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> it will be fun. Um, 
gonna go ahead and stop the screen share so we can let her back in. Uh, I think this kind of started at like seven minutes ish on my recording. Um, so I'll make a note of that. Yes, can you hear me now? Yes. yes. I don't know what happened. I didn't touch anything. <laughs> That's all right. No worries. Am I still giving my thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I don't think they're going to kill him. Uh, for some reason, it's just like, Daniel Craig, let's not kill him. Maybe he might retire. Maybe they'll just age him and it will jump fast forward in a time. I mean, I just think it will be like, has any other James Bonds died? Is that how they normally end it? I, I've honestly only seen Daniel Craig's James Bond movies. Um, so I'm not sure how they transition from actor to actor, but I do know that they've been talking a lot about Chris Elba's being the next one. So I'm not, I'm not sure. How oh, I saw Tom Hardy get, got it, um, got announced this week and people were like, no. But I do like the introduction of a um, female double O which is the character, um, can't remember her name, is the um, black woman who's not Money Penny. Um, and she was in Captain Marvel. And so she's kind of like, you know, a new it girl right now. So it'll be, it would be interesting if they aren't really done with who's going to play James Bond if they go with, continue on with the double O who's already introduced or not. So. Awesome, thank you. Um, so the next one we have is the new Batman movie called The Batman. It's directed by Matt Reeves, written by Peter Craig and Bill Finger. It's the newest Batman uh, following Chris Nolan's trilogy of The Dark Knight. Uh, we're gonna get to see the Riddler and the Penguin featured as the villains in this movie. And the release date for this one is March 4th of 2022. So we'll jump into that trailer real quick. Please do not die. 
Obviously that's true, but the trailer, the first time I watched it, gave me a lot of goosebumps because it's just got like a very different, like such a more dramatic feel to it than Chris Nolan's um, movies. But it's got sort of this, like with the villain and from what I gained in this, the Riddler specifically, it's got like that sort of sadistic, like villain type feel to it. And like, you get the idea that while the Riddler is like, has direct interaction or is playing games with Robert Pattinson's Batman, which I like that casting a lot, by the way. Um, I just think that it's gonna, it's gonna have like this very sadistic, um, dramatic tone to the whole movie and i feel like it's it's gonna keep you on edge the entire time that you're watching it as well as um everything i've gathered i wasn't actually able to find any um plot points or anything about the plot but um from what i've gained is that this is not quite an origin story, but it sort of picks up right where Batman starts to become Batman and Bruce Wayne starts to find this like character of Batman. Um, so yeah, what are y'all's thoughts? We can, I can, I just barely, barely. failing. Can barely hear me? Uh, we, yeah, that's better. Okay. Um, one, I love Robert Pattinson because Harry Potter and Twilight. Um, so I think he's a very interesting choice. And because of his roles he has um, done lately, I think this is going to be a very dark and edgy Batman. I was reading somewhere how this is finally the emo Batman we've been waiting for. <laughs> so I definitely think it's going to be a very darker. It's going it's kind of giving me like more so I, cause I didn't watch Ben Affleck's version, but I think the TV show Gotham energy really like that kind of thing, but like make it older and darker kind of also meeting. Um, what's the, the the blind um daredevil type of energy like that type of 
it's about to be really harsh. So I think that's the vibe I'm getting for it. And I'm actually excited to see this one. I'm, I'm excited to see how different it is from Chris Nolan's because his are more kind of action-oriented with a lot of, like, visual backups, and this seems more very much plot-driven and, like, story more so than the, the Dark Knight. I agree with you, um, Jayla and Robbie. I'm getting a very dark aesthetic, even from the filming style and just the lighting that they chose to use in the film. Um, but something interesting that I notice is the release, um, the release date is set for March. And for me, that's kind of interesting because it has such a dark vibe. I would expect them to release it around October or more around Halloween, but maybe from a marketing standpoint, it was kind of strategic on their part. So that there's not a lot of competition in theaters around that time, or maybe they're in hopes like a lot of us are that maybe theaters will be open by that time or more box office hits or I'm not sure but I think that it's like a spring break like everyone's on spring break so what are you going to do you're going to go all everyone's going to watch the movie if it is a spring break by March 20 and you said 2022 the 2022 or 2021 22 22 so we should be in the clear but also um it says currently in production, so I just thought it was really interesting how they have enough footage to put together a very action-packed, very detailed trailer. But we know a couple of weeks ago, Robert Pattinson tested positive and they halted production. So it's like, what more is there to film? Like, what more is there? Yeah, I definitely think that it's going to be, like you said, Jayla, if they have that much action like already shot to be in the trailer... I think this is not only going to be, like, a more dramatic film. I think it's going to be, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of action. Like, a lot of action shots rather than, like you were saying, Robbie, like an origin story. I think it's going to be less of that and more of, like, how he's getting started. But I think this kind of ties into what you were saying earlier, Robbie, that you were having a hard time finding out what the plot is. Maybe the film is just incomplete at this point. Good point. Yeah. Also, shout out to the very small clip it we saw of Zoe Kravitz as um, Catwoman. Is that the name of the Catwoman? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we can move into um, the next film. Robbie, if you want to get the um, trailer ready. So the next film is going to be Two Hearts. The director is Lance Hull, and it's based off of a true story, actually. And the release date is set for October 16th, 2020. And the screenplay is by Veronica Hull and Robin Russin. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Are you in this class also? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Uh, I was. <laughs> Why are you in I'll admit it. A lot of us go through life without a purpose. You ever thought about what you want to do with your life? They like living in this moment here with you. The truth is, 
We're all just one connection away from something incredible. Is there anything I can do for you? You could hold my hand. You don't waste time, do you? Wow, look at those moves. Oh, fairy tale wedding. Oh, I can take that back. Hey, I've obviously trespassed on some childhood dreams. What? You've never had dreams? I absolutely have. Sunshine. You sure you can handle this? I've got a brother. I think I can handle it. I don't want this to end. Life doesn't always go according to plan. Sometimes our purpose is bigger than we ever imagined. Please come back. About 2% of the population have this kind of issue. Given your history, we're not very optimistic. Chris. I was so scared. I realized that I was more than I ever thought I was. Superman. I had a vision. I knew what I had to do. I need you. Please come back to me. Don't fight for yourself. Fight for me. I believe the connections are everywhere. The kindness of a stranger. The first heartbeat of a baby. Is that it? No, that's the umbilical cord. The love of your family. No matter what happens, there's always a reason. I believe each one of us has a purpose. Even if we can't see it. Do you? Okay, so I personally, I definitely think he, the younger guy, Jacob Ellerty, his character is going to die 100%. He is going to die. And, but I think since she, his like love interest is pregnant, I think she's going to have the baby after his death. He's going to die first. And then that last shot is either going to be after she gives birth or it's going to be like three years later when the kid's a toddler and the kid is like named after him or something like that. But that's definitely the ending. Definitely the ending. Has something to do with her giving birth to the child or the child's already born and it's gonna be named after him. I think he's gonna die. <laughs> and I don't know, I just feel like he either dies and he donates his heart to the older guy. Well Yeah. I don't know because it seems well. I it seems a little dated because of her iPod. So I'm just like, how many years are actually between these stories? Or are they going going around the same time? Because they said Pan Am, and Pan Am is not a thing anymore. And then um, I don't know. It's very interesting because it's kind of giving me like a walk to remember mm-hmm. my sister's keepers energy. You know, all the we're gonna have a team be sick type of energy. Yeah. But I think that, I don't know, I think the real question is, like, who is, like, what's the actual current storyline? And for some reason, I think the older couple is the current storyline. And I think Jacob is going to, like, donate his heart. So, like, some something, like, that. I feel like two hearts, there has to be some type of donating of a heart. I didn't somebody. even think of that. That's, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I, I kind of agree with both of y'all. I think there's definitely some massive relationship between the the two guys in both of those couples. Um, now that you say, now that you mentioned the two hearts, and uh, I definitely think there could be some sort of connection there. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Just simply be different. I actually don't think he's going to die because we're expecting it to happen. I think maybe perhaps the child is going to pass away during childbirth. I think someone, I think there's definitely going to be a death in the film, but I'm not entirely sure that it's going to be him. Let me be real loud, you know, maybe the flight attendant and the man, you know, get married because we did see like them get married they had a child it was jacob and the lady is his mom and he has the same heart condition as his father so it's like will he survive will have enough time have passed between them that they could find a possible cure of this rare heart condition they shared a theory that's a good point Okay, so we're going to move on to the next movie is um, After We Collided. So this is the sequel to the movie After. It was a big hit. I think it, it was bigger once it came out on Netflix. It didn't do as well in the theaters when it came out. But it's the sequel and the director is Roger, yeah, Roger Cumble. The release date is set for October 23rd, 2020. Screenplay is by Anna Todd and Mario Salea. Collection of memoranda that she did exist and that I have lost her. This is our story, Tessa's and mine. We're like an addiction to each other with equal parts pleasure and pain. You hurt me and I can't forgive you. Tessa, I want the chance. I'll try. Whatever it takes. Friends are But he is not without his challenges. Is he sorry? Welcome to Vance Publishing. It's worth your brain. I didn't think he was a bad boy type. But let me ask you this. Are you in love with him? I'm gonna trust you. I trust you. Where is that? It's really better. But no, you're Tessa anymore. Okay, so 
I definitely think there's going to be the love triangle between her and Dylan Sprouse's character and then Harden. There's definitely going to be a little love triangle. I think, I mean, I think she's going to be going back and forth and then towards the end, three-fourths of a way in, boom, there's going to be a car crash because you see, like, the shot where the car is coming at her, but we never see a collision or a hospital scene. That's going to be towards the end. She's going to get hit by the car. Both guys are going to show up to the hospital, and then she's going to. that's where she's going to choose Harden, and that's love happily ever after, and that's it. I, I think it's going to be the complete opposite. Really? Yeah, I think she's going to end up with the, like, What's, what's the, the bad guy's name? Whatever. The guy's, like, no good for her. Wait, oh, the one, Dylan Sprouse's character, or? Yeah, the other guy. Oh, that's Harden. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I think he's, she's going to end up with him. Because um, it seems like the relationship with her and Dylan Sprouse, from what I gather, just, like, seemed, like, too good to be true. Yeah. The vi- Like, the vibe that I got was, like, very, like, like, racy and, like, just didn't, it didn't have, like, a this is going to end well type vibe for me. So, like, that's why I think she's going to end up with with the other guy. I, I, oh, you can go, Michaela. Um, Her relationship, I agree with you, Robbie, um, with Dylan Sprouse's character. I just, it just didn't have enough um for me, and I feel like something's just gonna go wrong, or it's just not exciting enough for her. Will it end badly? Her deciding to end that relationship, probably so, but that's probably gonna be the plot of the film. But that's my prediction. I can't predict anything because I actually know what happens because I was in high school reading the fan fiction after. Um, I'm so embarrassed. It's a very embarrassing time in my life. But yeah, so when After came out, first of all, when they made After into a book, I was like, oh my goodness, some things just need to stay on Wattpad. Um, (laughs) But I definitely know what happens in this one, and I know how the entire overall story ends. And so everyone's kind of right, you know, we always go for the bad boy. And speaking of bad boys, I was surprised to see Vampire Diaries alum Candace King in there because Caroline was my girl in the Vampire Diaries. So it's actually hilarious, in my opinion, that they kind of got some good names in the film. Like, I'm not saying that um, the actor who plays Harden, like, his dad, his uncle's, like, rapping is, like, a great British actor. He played Baby Baltimore in Harry Potter. And Josephine Langdon, her sisters, you know, all over the place right now um what's that netflix show that's about suicide and teenagers 13 reasons why 13 reasons why yeah so her the main the girl that like that's her older sister and so like those are good actors in there so i was surprised to see like candace king and dylan sprouts in a film like this and it's honestly a racy of legal age but teenage mm-hmm. 50 shades of gray basically especially because She's working in a books, uh, a publishing office, and you know all of that. So everything. This is a Harry Styles fan fiction that was inspired by Fifty Shades of Grey, which was inspired by Twilight. 
So, you know, it's just a big old fun, fun fest. Okay, the next movie that we have up is Soul. It's the first animation film that we're going to talk about today. Well, for the first and only one, actually. Um, the release date is set for Christmas Day of this year, and it is directed by Pete Docter, and the screenplay was written by him also, along with Kemp Powers and Mike Jones. Okay, for those of you that saw it inside and out, well, in, is it inside and out or inside out? I think it's inside out. Either way, the theme is very similar, in my opinion. You kind of have an alternate universe that the main character travels into, essentially. Um, and with a lot of Pixar and Disney films, I feel like there has to be an overarching theme and a lesson ultimately to be learned. And I feel like the storyline is going to wrap up with us realizing that life here on Earth should be appreciated, especially tying into what we're going through right now with COVID-19, just to appreciate those around us. Um, do you guys think that the two characters will decide to return to Earth or if they will 
stay in the alternate universe? What do you guys think? Or will they regret their decision? I think he's definitely going back because, like, it shows a little, like, he's laying there and they're like, oh, well, you're not dead yet. I think he definitely goes back. And maybe in some way he takes the other, I don't know how to describe, like, piece of his, piece of the soul. Like, he takes the other one with him and they go back together.
us. I forgot to tell you. What? Radar. Will they, will they shoot at us? Okay, my first take on it, comparing it to the first Wonder Woman film, is that we see a little bit more of her as an everyday person and everyday life and see how she behaves in that manner. Um, as far as the ending is concerned, there's a clear antagonist in the film, clearly. Um, I'm not exactly sure how it will end, but I don't think Wonder Woman would die. Like, why would, why would, why would that happen? Um, I don't know what to think, actually. This is one where I really don't know how it would end. What do you guys think? I'm actually confused on it as well because some things don't seem like it's in the 80s. And then Stephen, is that Chris Pine's character? Well, whoever Chris Pine's character, his name is, he died. We all saw it. We all were sad. Um, is he back as a ghost? Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, how his character, because he died back in the 20s or wherever the first movie was set there's been decades i feel like that has passed between it so i'm like how are you back what's going on so i thought he was a ghost at first but she dressed him so it's like people can see him and yeah. then christian wick playing a villain is just like what what is going on here but we all know like wonder woman is a nice um a nice pocket feeder for the production studios is making money so they're not going to kill her there's another story to be told for her i agree with you uh, I, I never actually did see the first one but it's great <laughs> i love it it's the vibe that i get from this one just like tells me like they're going there's, there's more of this to tell um and that kind of seems to be a theme especially more so than not more so I mean just, that just seems to be a thing that I picked up on like in the universe um, but yeah no I mean it looks it looks interesting I'm definitely excited to see Kristen Wiig as like a serious villainous antagonist because I mean she's amazing in every role as a comedian so I'm interested to see how it goes yeah, I I have, like, the most basic prediction. I mean, I just think... I didn't see the first one either. I know, but... I think it's going to be your typical superhero defeats the bad guy. And I think she's going to have, like, a little bit of conflict, obviously, with... um. I'm guessing... I didn't see the first one. I'm uh, assuming that's her love interest. Okay, so I'm thinking there's going to be some type of conflict there for like a hot little second and then she's gonna defeat the bad guy and all as well. Uh, 
so I think that uh, that pretty much covers everything. Um, is there anything anybody would like to add? I think we're all good. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. This was fun. Yeah, thank you for taking time out of out of your Friday to come do this with us. I see. I don't even know the days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a blur, Ooh, but no problem. Very very helpful. And it was great to have you on. Great to meet you. Yes, 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 yes. You know, if y'all ever need anything, hit me up. I'm a nice girl. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. Um, that concludes our podcast for uh, Weagle Watches, and we will see you guys again hopefully next time.